Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Sarah Michelle Gallagher. together a pop culture academic symposium so true so true we are the pop mm-hmm. culture professors you know that's right you know we're smart people but you know we're gonna be talking dumb topics uh-huh i'm caitlin bits guy i'm lauren brickman and somehow <laughs> somehow we managed to earn master's degrees and also be allowed in classrooms it's to then teach people who Even are trying to get hired, degrees. Even hired to be in classrooms. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I was actually giving a, a lecture the other day about uh, credibility and how there's like initial credibility, derived credibility, gotcha. terminal credibility. And I was like, you know, like the credibility I have on the first day of class before you get to know me because you assume I've gone through a hiring process and then you get to know me and you wonder what was that hiring process? <laughs> when I was a writing instructor at Rutgers, I was only 23 years old. So mm-hmm. sometimes they would think I was in the class. And oh, that, all the time. And that, you know, sadly, that wouldn't happen today. And that's upsetting. <laughs> I honestly, it's been a minute since I was on campus. But the, one of the last times I was on campus, a security guard actually yelled at me because <laughs> he thought I was a student trying to get into an office. Oh, wow. Pretty exciting. It was a pretty exciting moment. I was like, first of all, I'm faculty. Second of all, thank you so much. That's also a very aggressive security guard. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think there had been some issues. Okay. I don't know. All right. but, we can't speak you know, to that. But... I, got, I got confused for a student and it did make my day. That's all that's important. That's, that's all, all that's, that's important. important. That's all that's important. But what also is important is standing. So, yes. Lauren, standing is to be an obsessive fan. Mm-hmm. What are you mm-hmm. standing this week? I... You know, folks, this is a full circle moment. I I believe it was about a year ago that I presented my thesis on how terrible this series ended. But I've decided to go back to the beginning. And this week, y'all, I am binge watching the first couple of seasons of Pretty Little Liars. And I can't stop myself. Wow. I'm falling back in love with all my friends. I've missed. I miss them. Right. And they've been right there. Early years, the good years. And the thing is, is rewatching the show, I, I am, I am full of the belief that I have always had that the Hastings family deserved a spinoff. Where, why did we get the Hastings? The Hastings were enough drama all on their own. Spencer Hastings, where are you? I just uh, pitch it, pitch it, pitch, pitch the IP you don't own. <laughs> I don't own it. I don't own it. But I wish I did. Anyways, that's what I'm standing. What are you standing this week? You know, I'm also having a little bit of a 2012 moment (laughs) because I am standing the Shaws of Sunset. Oh, wow. Their season just started again. And I've 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 decided it's my background show, meaning what I'll put on on Hulu when I'm getting Mm -hmm. dressed and such. Mm -hmm. I I love this group of people. And yeah, I I adore that they're true friends. Uh, They can be the meanest anyone's ever been on Bravo to each other, which is a distinction, certainly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have fun. They they don't want to be in drama. They want to have fun. But they are. They're fine in drama. I'm with you on that because it doesn't... I, I've not been like a regular watcher, but whenever I do check in with them, the love they have for each other makes you feel safe. Mm-hmm. Unlike this season of Real Housewives of New York, where I have not felt safe for a single moment. I have not felt safe once. Correct. I am still <laughs> having nightmares that I am in the Hamptons. <laughs> And I can't get out. It's rough. It's rough mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. So we think that we I'm I'm thankful to have real friends on the network. Absolutely. I mean, Reza and MJ is probably the top friendship of Rob. And the and the dead last one as well. 
<laughs> that makes all the sense. I I love it. But you know what else I love? Mm-hmm. I love a good five star review, we and we got it. We got a juicy one that came love in it. this week. I love it. This one came into too ridic to quit, and they said schooled. This podcast brings me so much joy. Love the guests and the fun intros and outros. Not a word, but can be language innovators. Okay. Uh, going to and from ad breaks. Thank you so much for this pod. No, no. Thank you to predict to quit. Uh, to we predict to we quit. Stand. Amazing usernames. Amazing. We stand. Our stands have amazing usernames. Yeah, they really do. They really do. You know who else is amazing? I think I do. Uh, I know you do. Are you talking Today? about today's guest? Oh, absolute icon, visionary, and uh, just joy. You know him. You love him. Please welcome to the show, Caitlin. I'm overcome once again with the absolute utter joy. Please welcome Mike <sighs> Kelton. Wow. Wow. Visionary <laughs> and joy. Mm-hmm, oh, my mm-hmm, God. Mm-hmm. Icon, even? Uh, I am, I'm not even. worthy. And where is Mike Kelton? <laughs> where is he? <laughs> oh, he's here. Girls. Well, how fun. I'm just sitting here just like laughing already. I'm like, I'm a housewives. Absolutely. I have, mm-hmm. I've never felt so unsafe. Like we all need seatbelts <laughs> like on our couches to be like, I'm also Ramona is like one comment away from like really destroying herself on the internet. She is, she mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. everything that comes out of her mouth is like problematic in mm-hmm. a definite way. You're just like, yeah. Yeah. it's not even on the cusp. It's like, wow, Ooh. that's racist. <laughs> you know, like, that is racist, Ramona. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, come on, so me, so me, so me. Like, I just, I'm waiting for her to like fully be canceled and be like sent to another country. <laughs> I loved the mini controversy of did she donate plasma or not? And she clearly doesn't understand what that is. Like she thought getting an antibodies test is donating plasma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and truth be told, I really, I did feel for her in that moment because I was like, oh, she didn't lie. She's just too stupid. Yeah. Yes. She does not true. understand. Correct. Well, it, it's, it's, she's such a good example of like kind of, to me, a Trumpism, it's mm-hmm. just, it's like blissful ignorance, right? Mm-hmm. You don't know how things work. And so Mm-mm. because you have so much privilege, you can just sit in the fact that you don't know and you think things are this way. And instead of doing the research to be like, this is what it takes to give plasma, it's actually a very intricate and like painful experience. You just, because you think you gave plasma, poof, you gave plasma. And yep. that's yeah. the way that it is for you. So it's like, yes. it's so... <laughs> Watching her is actually, for me, there are a lot of similarities with my mother. And so Mm. it's both triggering and joyful because I get to like laugh on screen and be like, it's so absurd. But I'm just so, I I relate to like Avery, her daughter. I'm just like, I feel like I know her her lived experience because (laughs) I have a mother just like that. (laughs) Well, we might circle Uh, back to Housewives a little bit later. Uh, But today's topic is... Psychics on TV. Shut the fuck up. I'm literally, I'm literally losing my mind. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Now, clearly, there's some enthusiasm for Mike on this topic, but Caitlin, as you know, we always like to put the listeners at ease with our credentials, why we feel like we are, right. you know, experts in this topic we're about to explore. What are your credits to speak at? Well, you know, I wanted to, uh, you know, pierce the veil of how this podcast works Mm -hmm. because i will say this um i thought of a thesis and then i did started to do some research let me tell you the thesis was wrong so i didn't Mm -hmm. do it but in the course of that i did watch the entire cameron manheim episode of will and grace where she Mm. plays a fortune teller only to find out i was pretty wrong about everything i thought but that was you know it's a half hour of laughs and it is the episode with Cher so oh, no yeah. regrets Cher and a psychic that's like an Emmy award winning episode for sure. you would have thought um you know I wasn't quite sure what my credentials were going to be this week when I sat down um to to write them out and then I realized you know I have played a psychic on stage for the sake of comedy so that's a credential I also remembered I believe I lived in a haunted hotel for two months mm-hmm. where a f- cast member um of my a fellow cast member of a production of Annie I was working on, he thought he could commune with the spirits. And so we did host a seance right. in awesome. my haunted hotel room. Um, and he 
did have me convinced that I had woken something. This is an episode of Pen15 that has not been written yet. (laughs) Wow. It's right there. It's right there on the table, Pen15 writers. And then another episode is the last thing I remembered is when I was uh, when when I was taking care of my grandmother, there was kind of like a turning point where it started to get a little harder. But um, for my birthday that year, I went away for a couple of nights with friends to Woodstock and I went to get my tarot cards read in the back Mm -hmm. room of a bookstore in Woodstock. Mm -hmm. And I was a little I, I was being I paid like the lowest amount you could for like the shortest amount of time. But the woman kept telling me to stay, even though I ran out of time and like. There was actually a line, apparently, but and the little shop guy kept going, hey, people are waiting, people are waiting. And she kept being like, no, we have a lot to uncover. And I was like, do I owe you more money? She's like, no, we just really have a lot to talk about. And I ended up what was supposed to be like a 20 minute reading turned into like a 90 minute reading. And I think about her all the time. (laughs) I can't remember her name, but she was this old. She was an older woman. She was like, I think in her 70s. And the one thing that I will never forget for as long as I live is. You're stuck in this moment where you are trying to start your life as your grandmother is trying <gasps> to say goodbye to hers. And I think about that all the time. Oh, my gosh. When I was in Maine over Memorial Day, I saw a car that had a license plate that just said tarot. <laughs> and I was like, Maine license plate that just says tarot? Follow that car. I want to meet this it. woman. The only correct response is, follow that car. <laughs> <laughs> No, Mike, obviously we know that you are very into psychics, but like, how did that, where, where do your credentials come from? Where does your interest come from? I like, it's funny. I brought up pen 15 because I've always, ever since I was a kid, I was like Mm -hmm. a weird witchy kid. Right. I, I, I had a seance uh, at summer tennis camp when I was like uh, 10. I like convinced Mm -hmm. the other boys in my dorm that like there was a ghost at the train station across like the lawn at like Pauling Trinity School. And I like was always obsessed with that world and always obsessed with horror movies. Um, and I also, I think as a queer kid growing up, the older you get, the more you realize how queer you are, the less you feel accepted in organized religion. And the mm-hmm. more you are literally told by organized religion that like you don't have a seat at that table. And so the the more I got pushed out of that, the more I think I look into um outlets like astrology and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. maybe witchcraft or you know all those things on top of it just like being being a gay man i think you're like immediately like into witches and like and stuff like that i just feel like it's it's like part of the gay canon at this point so and as i got older i started to i I guess like look into and dive into my spirituality and like look into past lives i got a past life regression i uh, went. I've always been to a, a couple psychics. I read a lot of self help books. So I'm kind of just like in that world and have a lot of kind of random knowledge from a bunch yeah. of different experts. So I think that's where, and I combine it into like what works for me and what makes me feel better on a daily basis, kind of thing. I love it. That's yeah. Awesome. I I also I grew up in the Bible Belt, and I was when I tell you how I thought Wicca was going to be the saving grace, I was like. <laughs> I was like, well, everyone has a religion and none of them really feel right for me. And when I got that witchcraft for teens book that a friend gave me, that was, we had a moment. It's really fun. It's like, it's fun. It's very creative. And also like, if you look at where religion started, paganism came before Mm -hmm. anything else. Paganism is about the earth. It's the connection to the earth. The fact that we are all one with the earth. So it's creating rituals around the the cycles of the earth which are like which are ever present in our daily in like how we live our lives um and so i think if you look at where everything started it actually kind of like originated from this like earth type of witchcraft and totally. how do humans you know intertwine with nature yeah i always thought that part was cool about like wicca and i grew up I had a lot of friends who were nate had like um were Native American in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And I always liked that it was about like worshiping like nature and like the environment rather than any like deity or person. Like mm-hmm. I always thought that was so cool. Yeah. Well, okay. Clearly we have a real expert on our hands today. <laughs> Not only in all things psychic, but also all things pop culture. And so I want to kick off today with a little game I've come up with called Psychic 
or psych? No. Okay, yes, I love. So, uh, you know, Caitlin and I were always obsessed with the TV show Hollywood Medium with Tyler Henry. (laughs) And we were trying to figure out how are we going to bring him up on this show? We had a few different thoughts. But then in my in my research, I came along, uh, I came across an article from 2016 that E put together to promote the show. And in this article, they did a rundown of celebrities who publicly have claimed to have psychic abilities. And so I took this 2016 article from E and I have a combination of names on this list. Some have documented moments where they have claimed to have psychic abilities. Some have not. And Mike, you're going to tell me, are they psychic? Or psych? No. Okay, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. <laughs> if Goldie Hawn is on it, absolutely psychic. Like instantly, <laughs> going, I know that I just feel the energy. Is she on it? Because I'll. Oh my god, psychic! <laughs> that was the first name on the list. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> fucking Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> I swear to God, when you started talking, I like felt the energy. Like Goldie Hawn was a psychic. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm absolutely dead. Oh my god, I'm not gonna recover. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I actually feel sick. I feel sick right now. I'm serious. I just felt oh the god. energy like Goldie Hawk wasn't psychic as soon as you started talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is iconic because apparently in September of 2014, Kate Hudson appeared on uh Alan Carr's chatty man show and revealed that her mom sh- can see dead people. Um, and she said that, like, as she was explaining it, apparently she said that it's not really about actually seeing something physical, but like a feeling. And she was talking about like fifth spirit energy. Um, and Kate I'm still also, not, I'm still not, over I'm still not okay. Sorry. I'm, I'm not going to recover. Over. I'm shaking. Uh, but apparently Kate also believes that she has at least once in her life seen a ghost. So both Kate and Goldie have that that fifth sense i mean uh, psychic like psychic for yeah, sure must be psychic. i just i can't believe okay let me just let's <laughs> this break this down real quick okay you started talking and what <laughs> happened in my brain was i love this and all i know is Goldie Hawn is definitely a psychic. And I don't even, I'm not even, I swear to God, I, I couldn't even tell you every movie Goldie Hawn has been in. Like, I know First Wives Club, like, I know she's fun. I don't know that much about Goldie Hawn. She's not a celebrity I talk about a lot. But I swear to God, I just got the, I received the information that Goldie Hawn is a psychic. Is oh that my fucking God. psycho? Wow. No, that's psychic, not that's psycho. Psychic. It's like oh my a- god, the connection, the energy. <gasps> this is why I wow. literally I'm gonna have goosebumps for the rest of my life. <laughs> I will never fully recover from this moment. I don't even know how we keep playing the game after that. <laughs> I mean, I think you've won the game regardless of future. <laughs> you already won. You've already won. Let, let's you- keep playing though, because it is fun. Okay. I just feel like maybe there's something with Goldie Hawn. Maybe I have to maybe I have to chat with Goldie Hawn. Yeah, maybe that's obviously. What has happened. But yeah, wow, that's real. That's a lot of weird things happen to me like mm-hmm. seriously and that is that is definitely up there with like one of the weirdest okay wait, can i quickly tell you <laughs> yeah okay, please I quickly tell you another second thing that has happened to me um, okay okay this is such a fucking weird story and i'm obsessed with it so back in the early uh 20 like 20 2011 right mm-hmm. i was working at david barton gym at like doing gym sales and it was like right. this like weird year of my life so fun so crazy so gay and mm-hmm. <laughs> i ended up going to a job fair at fit to like tell people about like working at david barton gym and i was like mm-hmm. i don't know why are you sending me like i don't know what i'm gonna say except it's like fun and you got a free gym membership and so i'm at the job fair I meet this woman named Melissa. She's like, she's prime PR in 2011, right? She just mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. she's, she walks up, she has this great energy. And I just become friends with this woman in the matter of like 20 minutes. I'm like, I'm obsessed with you. Your energy is amazing. And she's laughing at me. There's a raffle at the job fair. There are like 300 people in this auditorium, right? Okay. Everyone gets one ticket for it to win. I literally forget what the winning was, but there was one you, raffle to win something. I'm with my friend Melissa at the David Barton table and they're about to call the thing. And I look at Melissa and I say, Melissa, watch, I'm holding up my ticket. I go, I'm about to win this raffle. Mm. And she goes, she goes, no way. And I go, watch. And I don't know why I just like felt the vibe. 
I fucking won the raffle. Yeah, you did. Yes, and you to did. this day, Melissa, like, she'll text me sometimes and be like, I can't believe you did that. That was insane. And I'm like, I don't know, maybe, maybe I am, maybe I'm psychic. Wow. I fully believe. I'm ready. I'm ready to go on the record. I fully believe. <sighs> anyway, ah! let's okay. That. okay. Um, but let's, let's keep playing because this is so fun. Okay. We know Goldie Hawn's a psychic. We know Mike Kelton is a psychic. <laughs> but is Jada Pinkett Smith? Yes. Absolutely. She is. Okay. I think her connection, when I see her connection with uh, Willow and like talking with her mom, there's something mm-hmm. like psychically through like the lineage of her family that mm-hmm. I think like she has tapped into. And I think the whole family has it. I don't think Will is, but I think like the women in that <laughs> lineage have like some witchcraft psychic energy. Now, unfortunately, I can find no evidence of her going on the record saying she has psychic, ev- but she has participated openly in psychic readings and seems to be a believer. Mm-hmm. But I have not been able to verify that she herself believes she's psychic. That's fair. That's totally fair. This might be like Though, an underground type of like, mm-hmm, they don't huh? talk about it. She hasn't come out with yeah. that yet. Yeah. Though I'm with you, I do believe she is. Yeah. <laughs> Just the way she sits at that table. 100%. That table has an energy. It's a fortune teller table. It's, a, it's really a seance table that they've made into like pop culture talk. All right. Now, what about Kesha? Okay. I think Kesha thinks she's psychic, but I don't think Kesha is actually psychic. Is that okay? That's. A hundred percent okay and absolutely correct. I agree. Also, <laughs> apparently, this was way back in like 2013, and I can't believe I didn't remember this. But apparently, on an episode of Jimmy Kimmel, she <laughs> revealed that she um, believed she had ghosts haunting her vagina. Mm, okay. All right. And. That she had on multiple occasions been told she had dead people living inside of her, and she did express that she felt she was a psychic. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like if that's what you think, I want to validate that right. 100% mm-hmm. and say yes. Mm-hmm. But I do want to say I want to validate my feelings of saying I don't think she's psychic. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think both experiences are valid. We'll validate both experiences. Yes. But you are absolutely correct. She does believe she is a psychic. Uh, all right. Let's see how you feel about Kendall Jenner. Wow. This is mm-hmm. actually, this kind of short circuits my brain a little bit because I would say on the surface, Kendall Jenner, you would say no. But I think Kendall is kind of the quietest of the mm-hmm. family. And actually the one who I would want to have a conversation most with, which makes me think she has not secrets, but like there's more to the Kendall Jenner story than we have ever heard and will ever hear, which mm-hmm. makes me think that she might actually be a psychic. Well, she would agree. Wow. And has apparently opened up about it on her app and website saying that she's had like a a real intuition and keen sense of perception since she was a kid. And she claims that seven different psychics have done readings on her and told her she's psychic. Seven? Yes. She's had seven different psychics confirm. Wow. Well, there you go. There you go. So Kendall Jenner, psychic. psychic. All right. Last one. I'm curious what you think about Zendaya. Hmm. Okay. Zendaya, maybe psychic comes along with it, mm-hmm. but Zendaya is, um, is it very advanced spirit. I mm. think Zendaya has been here many times, has like ancient um, knowledge about the way that the universe works, mm-hmm. which might make her a psychic but in terms of like the x-men powers i don't i think she's more of like a phoenix and Mm. not a dr x so and yeah that is what my research has come up with she has not claimed to be psychic but there is a sense of spirituality in various statements that she has made um i will say i added her to the list because i have not been able to stop thinking about her for the last 24 hours Mm. because in my public speaking class yesterday i had my students do 30 second impromptu speeches about um, actors they're obsessed with. Mm -hmm. And a young woman did one about Zendaya that will stay with me for the rest of my life. Um, It was a beautiful testament of what a journey Zendaya has been on and the journey she's going to continue to be on. Mm -hmm. So 
Shout out to the students who inspire the teachers. Haven't your students done a lot about Zendaya? She comes up a lot. She does come up a lot in my classroom. I don't know if that says more about my students or about the kind of classroom that I run. Positive either way. Can can you tell me like what your favorite thing you heard of in that speech about Zendaya that like stayed with you? Uh, part of it was that this young woman talked about Zendaya is not that much older than the student who was speaking. And she was kind of talking about like getting to grow up with her, like watching her from Mm -hmm. Disney and then moving on to different projects and how each step of the way that representation, because she like saw herself reflected Mm -hmm. in the characters that she played and that Zendaya had like watching her succeed and watching her sort of uh, break down barriers gives her a, a confidence in her in her own ability to do that and i thought that was just so cool that's really cool i like mm. yeah yeah she talked a lot about this idea of like how zendaya is someone who does not allow herself to be boxed into a category and i was Ooh. like i love that that's very yeah. like, ancient to me that's like ancient wisdom someone mm-hmm. who doesn't live on the binary and doesn't live in a black and white world is someone that has the nuance and context of like like the nature and like the holisticness of of the complexities of life not to sound like a person who's smart, but... Um, well, you do, and that's great. We love it. Thank we you. love it. Thank you. Um, well, that was incredible. I think you've got 100%. Like, yeah. full marks. You're, you're not only passing this class. I think now you have to teach this class. Um, congratulations, Mike Kelton, psychic extraordinaire. Thank you, Lauren. That's so sweet. <laughs> I, that was such a fun game. Honestly, like, I can't believe I've never played that before. <laughs> And now, now we're gonna make a, a at home version for the fans. Obsessed. You have heads up, and now you have psychic or psych now. Uh, well, we've got to put in a patent real quick, so we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine. Erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world. That ours is not a loving God. And we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine. Coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. All right, and we are back. We've contacted a lawyer who said, how did you get this number? And I, (laughs) you know, I just always have a couple on the ready. (laughs) Most lawyers have us blocked in the Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. tri-state. Well, you know, I've known several who have changed careers after meeting us. (laughs) Your own husband being one. (laughs) When people meet us, they they decide that life is too short and they need to follow their passion project. That's really beautiful. Beautiful. I like to think it's, you know, part of our purpose on this planet. You're everyone's Elizabeth Gilbert. (laughs) We're the Manic Pixie Dream Podcast. (laughs) Well, speaking of fulfilling life purposes, Caitlin, I think today's thesis for you, really... I think you're right. I think you're right. And and we, we already started to touch on this very important topic, but my thesis is that psychics are the most important Real Housewives producers. They give us oh, the most important moments. And we're going to walk through maybe how that happens. Oh, Whether they're real or not in the given scene, they empower the women to follow storylines that they want to. They give them permission to say what they're feeling. And in that way, they're mystical, regardless of whether or not they're, they're real psychics. It's pretty funny. They often reveal something, though, about someone that's not in the room. I don't have questions about how that works. We're going to look at it. So are these the best psychics in the world? Are they being fed things by producers? Are they reading the room as in, you know, what energies the other women are giving? We're going to take a look. So the first is from Real Housewives of Orange County. It is a plot uh, around Vicky's boyfriend, Brooks, is being discussed. Uh, This is Tamara's psychic, her personal psychic, and they're taking him out to lunch, which is fundamentally interesting. That is crazy. That's not typical. 
Her mother just passed, and her boyfriend has cancer right now. She does have a, a great heart. She does. Um, and uh, she's very, uh, hold on. Give me a second. I don't know. Here's the thing. Maybe I'm picking up in the energy of people who think about that. I have a wishy-washy perspective on that. On what? So that's why on, on the, the cancer issue, it's just wishy-washy to me. I just don't see it. So he doesn't have cancer? It's, it's very possible. You don't see cancer at all? I can't imagine someone would do that. Who would fake cancer? I just don't have a place in my brain for that concept. Why would somebody do that? <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is actually out of control. This is out of control. <laughs> so he says he's wishy-washy on that, which is <laughs> not a term I've heard psychics typically say. <gasps> but this... uh evolves to Megan King Edmonds, who was there at the table, eventually saying one of the most famous lines ever uttered on Real Houses Orange County, which is the psychic says Brooks doesn't have cancer. And we would come to find out Brooks did not have cancer. Brooks was not. lying. So whew, they obviously were suspicious before. Wow. wow. But this empowered them to do the research. And uh -huh. <laughs> Megan King Abrams was not very vocal at that table, but she becomes the one that really runs away with it. Her <laughs> face was vocal, though. Her I, face yeah, was vocal. I will, I will also singing. point yeah. out that she said she will not. They ask her when she's going to drop this. She said she will not stop till there is a cure. <laughs> so she also is going to cure cancer. Uh, so I love this scene. You take out, you take your psychic out for a salad. <laughs> I also love the way he received the energy. He, like, I, yeah, it, one it of got my his body. Is watching psychics work, and like it, it, it makes me. I'm just thrilled. My whole body lights up as soon as they like take in the head goes up. They like close their eyes. I'm just like, what are they receiving? Like, like what are they seeing? What's going on? Because they're like, there's a salad in front of him. There's like a soda in front of him. He's like, and then he's like, he just maybe sees cancer with an X over it. You know what I mean? Like. What is he seeing there? He's wishy-washy on it. That's He's what we know. He's wishy-washy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we so love... Good. That is one of the best psychics ever. Uh, season 10, Real Houses of Orange County. Not one of the best cities, but get into season 10, folks. Brooks lying about cancer. Hilarious. And, and evil. tend to lie about like really serious things. They just like... What is it about them? Like they're like, let's pick a really horrible thing, say we have it, or say we've done it, and then be like, it's actually a lie. That's like there's a there's a there's a lane that that's similar to which is like Ramona being like, I gave plasma. That's like a big deal, <laughs> and it like makes you it makes people feel compassionate towards you, mm -hmm. but it's also a lie. But I do think the difference between Ramona and the girls on the West Coast is on the West Coast, I don't think they're as stupid as Ramona. Mm. I think they know what they're doing a little bit more out there on the West Coast. Well, yeah. I mean, Vicky's bow on this that she has <laughs> wrapped is that she says now that he was lying, she had nothing to do with it, and that she falls for bad boys. <laughs> I love thinking a bad boy is like someone who lies about cancer. <laughs> He's so fat. He lies about cancer. He wears a leather jacket and he lies about cancer. <laughs> he smuggles funds. Like, <laughs> well, speaking of the woman herself, next we have Real Housewives of New York. Am I allowed to shake your hand? Yes. I need to shake your hand. Paul, I'm so sorry. So I really will translate, but I understand a little. Kelly can translate. Je me suis tombée pense Oh my God! Wait, oh my. I speak French, and the fortune teller looked at me, told me what she said about Ramona, but I wasn't prepared to tell anyone that. And I have another daughter. She said there's another woman. Another woman or another daughter? No, not a daughter. You think of your husband, but there's another woman. Reactions. 
it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. So to orient, oh. to orient the listeners, that is when they went to Morocco. They have a French-speaking psychic who asked Kelly to translate. Kelly leaves the room rather than tell Ramona that her husband is cheating on her. Of course, Luann is there to save the day. Luann mm-hmm. is happy to tell Ramona <laughs> that her husband is cheating on her. And of course, Ramona refuses to really hear it she goes another daughter no everyone is saying no and she goes another daughter that room is so crowded there are so so many witnesses it's a kitchen too Mm -hmm. i guess real housewives like to have the psychics near food is another lesson we're learning also Um, also i want you to think about as a reality tv producer i want you to think about the field producer director talking to the cameraman telling them which faces to zoom in on because there's only probably two cameras there and the 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 faces are so important you have to get really Mm -hmm. tight on the faces for those shots so it's like do you go Ramona's face do you go Luann that that shot on Jill where she looks down is actually really important for that edit like who do you who do you prioritize in that in that in the film and then they capture Sonia starting to cry that is that is yes. so good. And so this, I believe, this episode was released once we, the public, already knew that Mario was, in fact, cheating. But mm-hmm. at this time, Ramona doesn't know it, which is why psychics are so important to Real Housewives, because they come in and, like, almost bullet point, like, mm-hmm. where we are in time, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this woman, I just believe, is the real deal, because she's a French-speaking uh, Moroccan psychic. She, she doesn't know these housewives. 100%. She doesn't know it. She just, she literally, another woman. Like, not you, mm-hmm. sweetie. Yeah. yeah. No, she seemed wow. legit to me. She I would legit? love to see Goldie Hawn read the house. <gasps> <so. laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Wow. <laughs> That sounds like something I need to watch. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, I, and again, it's Ramona is like relentlessly like just positive but stupid. Like, oh, I'm going to have another daughter. It's like, you are fully 55. Your daughter at the time is like 18. You're not having another daughter. <laughs> Mario is cheating. And she, she'll never, like, she, she has the kind of like ignorance is bliss like character where she's like, I just won't believe it. And even through the divorce, she's just like, well, you know, people do what people do. It's like, wait, you were, t- he cheated on Like, that's what <laughs> yeah. happened, sweetie. Like, and she still wants to be best friends with him because she thinks that's winning in some way. And it's like, uh-huh. he does not like you even as a friend. <laughs> I know, the trauma runs real deep, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so intense. All right. So then we have Atlanta where... Our friend Kim Zolziak visits Grandma Rose, a regular, the only psychic I believe to be a regular friend of on any Housewives series. How are you, skinny menu? Good. Okay, Rose, I got a lot of questions. Uh Rose is my psychic, and she's been in my life for about 12 to 13 years. She's also like a grandmother figure. She's really, really, really accurate. Almost to the point where it's scary, and I have to prep myself to go see her because I'm not sure I'm ready to hear what she's going to tell me. Here's your two daughters, and then you have a line for a boy, and we know you don't have him yet. Here's your children, okay? You're still showing a girl here. Are you kidding me? Three kids, under three, that's a lot, especially with football. So teenagers, football, babies. I even made a pink blanket. But it would be a girl? Yeah, it says girl. You got a little star there. I'm just glad the new house has seven bedrooms. Look at all the emotional stuff. You've got some anxiety going on. Yeah. My mom's just taking me to court for visitation of my girls. Okay, wait. So just to orient the listener, there was a flashback within that scene where Rose predicted she was going to have a son, her first son. She has had the son. She's now mm-hmm. predicting she has a daughter, which she eventually does. And she names her Kaya Rose after the psychic. The psychic Rose, who also has a Nordic track in, the, in that apartment. <laughs> I love I'm, her whole I house. <laughs> I, I, I just want to say, though, it, I am, oh, my mind is always boggled when people seem confused about whether or not they have any control over having a child because Kim's <laughs> Kim's face when she's like you're going to have a girl it's like well Kim if you really don't want that girl there are ways to prevent that <laughs> but she looked like she's like it's coming and there's she's nothing like, to do coming. to stop it but coming. <laughs> Kim's never made a proactive decision in her life and she's 
it's all worked out for her, so she should actually yeah. not start now. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair there enough. Is, there is definitely like a, a some weird crossover, slippery slope type line where if you're into spirituality and psychics, there's mm-hmm. a world where like the life, your life is just happening to you, which in some ways kind of like relieves you from anxiety, right? But in mm-hmm. other ways, takes your control away from you and is like sure. very scary to live in this place of like well rose said we're having another so i guess do you want to do it now like you know what I mean? <laughs> that's fair um so so those are my three clips i do have to give lip service because i know people are going to be wondering my feelings about allison dubois from Oof. real houses of beverly hills probably most famous psychic scene but i don't think it's the same and this is why she comes in and she wants to cause conflict which we are mm-hmm. not seeing from the other psychics she doesn't really do any cool predictions it's just like she's mean to them but she Mm -hmm. says that she can tell them how all their family members will die and she loves that about herself that's negative uh we don't need it and there's tons of psychic stuff on beverly hills but i don't think they use it in exactly the same way i think they use it as an activity that they don't really believe in but just to have screen time it's just like fun for them yeah yeah and Again, it's my it's my problem with Beverly Hills in general, which is I don't think they open up about themselves and mm-hmm. they don't even allow the psychics to do it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I don't like. So what do you guys think about psychics on Housewives? Do you think what combination, what percentage do you think is producers are in their ear? It's a real psychic. There's just a connection. Mm-hmm. It's some it's somewhere there's a gradient and each one's different. I think that's the hard thing is I do think that each one is different. Like, you know what I mean? Because like, I get a very different energy from Rose and her relationship with Kim mm-hmm. than I do from that first one. <laughs> right. Who, who we're told is Tamara's psychic, but we don't see him. You, like, we see Rose over the years. Yeah. So I yeah. also think it's hard, it's hard for, it, from a storytelling standpoint, you can't write someone's faking cancer. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, it's just like, <laughs> it's just so out there. It's very much like, yeah. to me, that's like a Pat Regan spec script. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's like, it's not like something that you would be like, like in reality TV, you have a board where you plot out the show and you have Mm -hmm. to send that. I hope I'm not giving, (laughs) no, give it away. You have to send that to the network and be like, here's this episode we are planning to shoot. But in that, there's always things that go awry and then you just follow that storyline. So you have to set up like, it's like a backup plan. It's kind of like, I guess in the Herald, if you had like backstage, not that everyone knows, oh my God, what am I doing? It's like in the Herald, <laughs> if you had decided like, oh, beats one, two, and three will be this, and then we'll see where it goes, like that yeah. kind of thing. Um, and so I feel like the first two were just real things that happened, and they were like, what the fuck? Like, is no cancer? Like, that's crazy. And then with Ramona, I feel like they weren't expecting her to say that, because that's like, that kind of dropped the bomb on everyone. Unless yeah. the producers are genius, and in which case, like, maybe they actually are. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, we're not taking anything away from them. That's for sure. But yeah, it doesn't feel like like none of the women look. I don't know, like like maybe Kelly had suspicions and that's why she didn't want to say it. Mm-hmm. It's so the translation of it all is so interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she says, uno tra femme. I mean, you only have to have high school French to know that means another, another woman. woman. <laughs> other woman. Well, I will say, though, like there is the story from Beverly Hills of the Munchausen's. Mm hmm. Oh, which right. is kind of similar to the like lying about cancer, right? It's like, right. oh, you're not actually sick. You're just doing this for attention. So like, I don't know, maybe now I'm more along the lines of the producer could be in there a bit. I don't know. Here's, here's the other thing that sort of splits the difference. It's like, you're a producer in the show. You have eyes, you have ears. We know Mario's cheating on Ramona mm-hmm. somehow, right? And then you might not know that the psychic is going to say it but like you create events that could potentially right like it's like we're going to get the psychic of course we're going to ask the psychic to read Ramona right Mm -hmm. like you know what I mean so I think it's like and they know Luann is there speaking French and they know Luann is going to explain to Ramona that her husband is cheating right the countess will come with receipts yeah (laughs) yeah so it's like but I'm sure you're right that it's like we're going to get the psychic in and we're going to have her read X Y and Z and out of one of them something will work yeah that's totally true you just like set the scenarios for things to come up like it's funny because remember the episode, How Could You Forget, when um, Bethany gets the text with the oh. picture of Tom mm-hmm. and they're yes. in the hotel and she has to go down the hall and be like, yes. I have a picture of Tom kissing in the, in the, in the Regency. And mm-hmm. like, I wonder, I wonder how much the producers knew about like 
send the text now. We're, we're filming. Because, like, you know? I believe that was revealed to be heavily produced. I think oh, that, that, well, there were all kinds of theories. There was theories that yeah. the friend was Andy Cohen. Uh, but yeah. I don't think that turned out to be I true. I don't think that, that would be too obvious. But but maybe the friend was even a producer who was at the Regency with, mm. Tom, you know, like, oof. That's why we watch the shows, right? Though, like, like kind of like zooming out big picture. These mm-hmm. are these women who have tons of money and like they're supposed to seem like they have it all when really they have they're so deeply depressed and like life is really tough for them. So like yeah. we like to see them fall. That's like why we watch these giants, you know, floundering. It's true. It's true. Uh, well, that's my thesis, folks. I didn't even get into all the medium readings that they've done. I've decided to just mm. make that a different thing because mm. that's that's the bread and butter of New Jersey. They're always want to yes. talk to those dead people. Uh, <laughs> 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 Which like is the continuation of family shame, right? It's like right. It's like if you're if even when people die, they still have control over like the choices you make. It's like a good <laughs> example of how like those families will never break the cycle of shame. Nope. <laughs> Not anytime soon, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I also I also will say that psychics and mediums, there is a d- direct delineation. And in mm-hmm. the psychic and mediumship world, they don't like to be clumped together. Like there's a, this is going to be an episode of Beyond Next Season, but last summer in August, I went to a town called Lilydale, New York, which is a town upstate New York, a town of mediums. It's a small town of mediums that you go if you lose someone and you go to try and connect with someone. It's amazing. And they specifically are like, we are not psychics. We are only mediums. And so it's wow. like, it's really interesting. And also like, I went with Lindsay Calloran. Um, yes, of course. You know, and uh, it was, re- <laughs> I don't want to give it away. Never mind. Something happened, something happened there that revealed something about Lindsay that was like, unbelievable and amazing and it's very right. similar to what we're talking about this episode. tune into beyond maybe to find out uh i'm gonna be listening mm-hmm. also mike in a little bit you're gonna realize once again what a psychic you are because yeah it is kind of funny it's getting really terrifying what is going on? <laughs> all right i'm sorry time to play another game so we have a game here we stand together called Pitchfire. Mm-hmm. We have our talented comedy writer and producer guest Pitch Shows. And I want you to pitch a psychic comedy unscripted show. So something okay. in the vein of it would be for MTV, True mm-hmm. TV, that mm-hmm. family of networks. And... You know, we've seen these kind of shows. Magicians are all in this space right now. Mm-hmm. Magicians are having a bunch of shows like this. There's a bunch of drag shows like this. Mm-hmm. There's pranksters. But I want to see what is the psychic talent forward mm-hmm. comedy unscripted show look like? Mm. Okay. So what kind of person is the, the lead talent? Maybe maybe a specific person, but maybe just a type. Who's the lead talent on this like comedy psychic driven mm-hmm. show? I'm going to say, I guess let's keep it, let's keep it in line with everything we talked about. Uh, Goldie Hawn is the star <laughs> okay. of a new uh, comedy, psychic, mm-hmm. um, social experiment show mm. where she meets with her friends who are having problems and she tries to solve their problems psychically each <gasps> episode. Wow. Okay. Iconic. So you know that you know because there's a whole bio pack in the beginning where like you hear that you know like Danny Bonaducci is like struggling with this thing <laughs> and can't figure this thing out and is Typically. like in and out of rehab and he's like he's like I need someone who can like tell me what's really going on here and then Goldie's like so I'm meeting with my good friend Danny today and he's been going through something but like I'm gonna see if I can psychically pick up on it and see if maybe I can find a solution for him and then the solution is always something in the spiritual realm right so it's like. She's like, oh, this is what you're dealing with, Danny. I'm going to take you to a past life regression therapist where we're going to see if something from your past life reveals something about what you're going through now. And that Mm. will help you move forward with this issue. Wow. This is so fun. So are there going to be any, you know, sort of bits uh, auxiliary to that? Like, are we going to see Goldie on the street doing psychic stuff? Are we going to see her doing different activities while being psychic i actually think it's it breaks the fourth wall so it's it's kind of in a weird way like there's some moments of like the comeback where like where mm, it's not wow. scripted like that but it's like unscripted where 
she gets in with the the crew, right? And she like starts telling the crew stuff. So then there's like little interviews of the crew being like, I didn't want her to pick up on this today. And she's like, can we stop filming? She's like, she's like, actually, I need to talk to you about something. And so the crew is like, we didn't sign up for this. But like they're all every episode, there's always like one crew member that like, unfortunately gets read by Goldie. (laughs) Wow. Wow. And what is Kurt Russell's role in the show? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think I think Kurt Russell is like weirdly because she feels she needs him to feel comfortable. Yes. He, he's like her assistant on set. Yes. Yes. And he's, she's like, she's like, Kurt, Kurt, like I need, I need my like iced coffee or whatever. And so you just see Kurt Russell kind of like, it's breaking the fourth wall. He like walks in and he's like, here, here, Goldie. And she's like, this is, is this almond? I said, oh, <laughs> like, is, I'm sorry. We shouldn't be filming this, but this is actually, this needs to be oat milk before we can move forward. Also him, my producer Kim, can you come here and talk to you real quick? Oh, no, please. Like, <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah. I mean, I love it. I don't know if that's what you were looking for, but oh, um, it I is found pitch, it. I guess. I found it's... it. Wait, do we have a title for this show? Psychically Gold? I don't know. Psychically Gold. Psychically Goldie? Psychically Goldie. Oh. Now I'm just mad the show isn't something I can go binge watch. Yeah. You know, I said, I said cable, but I'm wondering if it's a streamer. I wonder if we got a streamer on our hands. It might be. It really might be a streamer. Yeah. Hulu. It's kind of giving me who I was going to say Hulu vibes. Mm-hmm. If it's like weird enough to be on Hulu, like it's like it's almost too out there to be a Netflix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like people will be confused by it. But on Hulu, people will be like, it's like the Pen15. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, you have to go watch this Goldie Hawn psychic. Right. Show. And when you yeah. finish Pin 15, it'll just start to queue up <laughs> Psychically Goldie. And you're like, what's this? Oh, Goldie Hawn has a psychic show? I'm watching. And what I love yeah. is Pete, there's like controversy on, on Reddit. People are like, it's scripted. And we're like, it's yes. actually not scripted. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Kurt Russell really doesn't know the difference between almond and oat milk. <laughs> like, that's real. And then she's got those kids that can guess. I was going to say, they got Oliver. We got Kate. We've got their projects that they're working on. They'll want to do an episode to promote the new movie or whatever. So Fabletics. Yes. I mean, the Fabletics of it all. Mm -hmm. I think that maybe Kate could have a regular uh, segment where they like go on a hike in L.A. and Fabletics together. I love that. It's almost like that's where you get the backstory for like what's going on Mm -hmm. in Goldie's life. Exactly. It's like. She's helping other people, but like also Goldie's struggling with things. And you yeah. get on the hike. It's like, it's maybe like an act two, like middle of act two, where it just like everything drops and you're just like, it starts, you see feet walking on gravel and you hear birds. Yes! And then it's like, and then you hear Goldie being like, I just thought I would be done with this by now. It's like, mom, like, it's fine. You're going to be fine. But I don't think I am fine. How do I help Danny Bonaducci if I can't find myself? <laughs> well, you know what RuPaul says, if you can't love yourself, how are you going to love somebody else? And then you've got to commercial. Uh, and the whole oh. time there's like zoom-ins on the Fabletics features, like yeah. they're mm-hmm. cross-stitching. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, Psychically wow. Goldie, look for it on Hulu this fall. Executive producer, Mike Hilton. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for it. <laughs> Amazing. Well, uh, I, I see I'm getting a call from Los Angeles. I can only imagine it's Hulu. So we're going to take this call. And we'll be right back. <laughs> OMG, Stan Stans. The time has come. We Stand Together is back live on stage. That's right. We're coming off your computer screens and into your life with a brand new show full of games, quizzes, Hannibal references only we understand, and so much more. It's so, so true. Monday, June 28th at 10.30 p.m., we're going live at the Squirrel Theater's residency at Caveat on Clinton Street in the Lower East Side of the New York City. Stance, stance, you want to be cool Lower East Side cats. So go to the squirrelnyc.com to buy tickets right now. Hurry up, they're only $15 in advance. And there's going to be beer, wine, laughs, other human beings, fun times. Don't you remember fun times? We sure do. And we can't wait to have fun times with you. Don't forget to bring your proof of vaccination, Stan Stans, and we'll see you there. It turns out it was not Hulu calling. Uh, It was SAG-AFTRA telling me (laughs) that my residual check for $12 came back to them. Uh, I apparently filed my new address incorrectly. So I'll have to handle that uh, sometime. But anyways... Hulu, uh, please do call. Please call. Please Please do call. All right. So 
Mike, we have one final game to play with you today, but I think the actual game of today's episode is that you are actually a psychic because I I had to bring up mediums today. Because something that I noticed was that when Caitlin and I were brainstorming for today, pretty much all of the psychics examples on TV we were coming up with were reality TV examples, like unscripted series. There aren't a lot of scripted series that center around psychics. There are characters that have psychic abilities, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't think of one. And when I was Googling for it, the show that kept coming up as a show about a psychic was The Medium. But she is not, in fact, a psychic. She is a medium. And that is a difference. Chill to my core. Uh, But I do have one little side note while I'm on this is I do want to say this. I feel like the TV show Medium has not gotten the long-lasting respect it deserves. Mm-hmm. And I'm I was fueled by this when I was reading show. about it. It's so good. Uh, Patricia Arquette is is everything. Like, the way they intertwine, and I'm talking about the right show, right? Like, she, they intertwine mm-hmm. family drama with yep. these, like, helping other people. It's And she has dreams, and she wakes up, and she's like, I have to go do this thing. It's like, to me, to me, Medium walked so Mayor of Easttown could run. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. You heard it here first, the evolution. I love that. Well, I I like went back and watched uh, a couple episodes and I was like, the acting is so next level, so- especially for like a network series at in like two, it was like the early 2000s, mm-hmm. right? Like it was, it was an elevation of the performances we were getting at that mm-hmm. time. And I don't know what it is. I don't know. I feel like it's a show that like doesn't, it doesn't make listicles. It doesn't, yeah. I don't hear it about it a lot. And I think like, I don't know if it's because it was about something, sci- like this mm-hmm. idea. I mean, people also get it wrong. It's labeled as a show about a psychic and the character wasn't even a psychic. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I feel like it just sort of got put into a category where people kind of dismissed it, but mm-hmm. it was so good. And I don't know if the children today know that it's out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of those things that you want people to just, like, binge and have mm-hmm. the kind of fandom that, like, I don't know, like, the people that watch Buffy would mm-hmm. also love the medium, you know? A hundred percent. Yeah. Because you're getting pathos. You're getting mm-hmm. you're getting a badass lady taking down the bad guys. You're mm-hmm. getting all of that stuff. Um, but in thinking about this show and how much I loved it, I did have an idea for a reboot. But this time... At the center of our story are Alison Dubois of the future. <laughs> she actually is a psychic. Like, uh-huh. I want to do the medium, but make it a psychic. Uh-huh. And so I'm curious, <laughs> Mike, how would the TV show The Medium be different if she was a psychic, not a medium? Mm. Okay, it's a really good question. I think there would be more drama mm. because the psychic energy would be about things that affected her and her family. Where it didn't, it usually the, the mediumship was about other people. Right. And then the family stuff was like taking the kids to school, then being late, like marital issues. Where the psychic version of this show is actually like, it's similar to the Housewives drama, right? Where it's like, mm-hmm. she wakes up and she's like, I need you to not go to this business conference. Like, and he's like, what? And, she, and she's like, you know, you're, sorry, you're going to cheat on me. And, and I, I, need you, I need you to not do that because mm-hmm. i love you and i want to stay together um and he's going to be like that's just your anxiety and he's going to try and like shame her and she's going to be like wow. actually this is the gift and that's going to create more tension that ultimately they were supposed to go through anyway but it will start with this psychic energy coming about their relationship as opposed to like solving crimes i love that and wow. that actually fits very well with I did come up with a little bit of a spin for this. So when I was thinking about this, I was like, okay, we're doing the medium, but we're making it a psychic. But I do think if we're going to do this story now, I kind of want to make it a comedy a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking that the Allison 2.0 is actually played by actress Andrea Bang from Kim's Convenience. Okay. Don't know, but need to know. You need to know. You need to know. She's a fabulous actress. And that her husband is played by a former 90210 cast member and Schitt's Creek star, Dustin Milligan. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he is actually, instead of like on the original show, her husband wasn't in law enforcement. 
Mm-hmm. But on this show, it's the husband mm. that's in the police force, right? Like he, that's where he works. And his boss is Shay Mitchell from Pretty Little Liars, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. And his partner is Michael Steger, who was on 90210. And we haven't seen enough of him since. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like the idea of it's like, sh- he's the, when we open on the show, it's like, he's a detective. She's a psychic. But then she ends up coming to work for mm. Because she keeps, she just keeps helping and, you know, she ends up, so then it also becomes sort of like a spouse at the office situational comedy. And like, almost like a woke toxic masculinity comedy. Because she's like showing him like all of his downfalls and how she can do things quicker and better than he Wow. This is, this is my reimagining. Now, my question is, is this is just a completely different show now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, but I feel like there is space because I think I just got upset when I looked at the scripted space and I was like, we don't have a true scripted psychic at the helm yeah. series. They're all mediums. They're all talking to dead people. None of them are like, I don't know. Mm. I just, I feel like it's time. I feel like the time is now for a scripted series about psychics and I want to see it. And that's my hope. I, I love this show. I definitely want to see it too. And I will say the issue, I think the reason why we haven't gotten here yet. Okay. Because something I deal with a lot and beyond is people. Um, it's almost like a people treat psychics and this psychic specifically like a, like a blackout sketch. It's like a one joke and done. There's mm-hmm. no nuance and no like complexity. And I think we have to get to a place where we take psychics more seriously and kind of like allow them to be allow people to be like wow this is what you're doing with your life there must be a reason for this and there's validity to what you do um you have you have a practice that you learned over years and years and maybe generationally through people in your family that like there's more to this story than just like oh someone sees something happening and then it's Mm -hmm. over like we have to the humor has to come from real context and nuance within these relationships and the backstory as opposed right. to just like, Oh, what you like see one thing. And so I think that's, we have to get to a place where we are open to the, that kind of storytelling. Right. Right. Cause usually these are powers that are relegated to the supporting characters mm-hmm. that are there to be like a easy out when our protagonist needs something. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And I'm over that. Let's get them front and center. Mm -hmm. I'm over that Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. I think we're at a time too where like we're seeing those those ancillary characters becoming the lead characters Mm -hmm. and seeing like, oh, they have so much more, like it's so much more interesting to hear like a queer narrative as opposed to like the gay best friend just like making people laugh once in a while. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, no matter what descriptors you know can be placed on a person you're still just a person living in the world Mm -hmm. and people are inherently fascinating Mm -hmm. because there's no two that are alike and so it's like yeah she might be a psychic but she's also a wife and a mother and everything else and so of course there's going to be conflict and drama and different things happening because she's a person in the world totally totally and what's it like (sighs) being a person in the world being a wife and a mother and all that stuff with the psychic abilities that shit is interesting Come on, give it to me. Yeah. So anyways, my thesis today is it's time for a scripted series centering on psychics. Well, That's yep. it. That's it. And maybe, it honestly, Goldie Hawn is the psychic. I mean, also. there we go. <laughs> wow. Honestly, what if, prongs. This was, what if they did a scripted series and then an unscripted series at the same time, all Love in support of each other? Yeah. I also, I would be so delighted if Kurt... Goldie, Kate, Oliver, they just get them one through four on the call sheet and let's <laughs> let's do it. Let's just do it. 100%. Oh my God. Can you actually, now I'm imagining it's Oliver Hudson who is the detective and his mom keeps showing up to work being like, honey, ooh, I had that sheds light on ageism too. Yes. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. reminds me of Hacks in a way where you're actually <gasps> deep into the story of Gene Smart's character and you're like, yeah. you see this world where this woman was in the comedy scene in the 80s and 90s and the sexism that she had to endure right. and all, all the things that she's taken from that to be the genius, glorious woman she is today. And that context is so helpful, I think, right now. And I think you could do that in this show as well. If Goldie is like this, this grandma psychic and you really get into like the backstory. Oh my god, and that's what they call her at the police station. They're like, we're almost psychic. And she's and oh my god. 
Oh my god! I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with it, and she gets she doesn't get taken seriously because she's like Goldie Hawn and she's funny, and there and then yeah. then things happen where she's like, "See, I told you, I told mm-hmm. you." Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh my god! And then like a late in like the back half of season one, we realize that Kate's character is also psychic, but she's been keeping it a secret her whole life because <sighs> yes. she doesn't want to deal with what her mom's been dealing with. Yes. Secret psychic. Secret psychic. Secret psychic. Mm-hmm. And then the act like the season two arc is really about Kate coming into her own and then it really becomes a two-hander with them. I mean... Oh my god. How is this not real? Hulu, give us a call. Hulu. Amazing. Oh, well, this has been just an absolute delight, Mike. So for everyone that is falling in love with you if they're not already following you if they're not already stalking you how can they do that how can they stand you um that's so sweet you can follow me on instagram at mike kelton or twitter also at mike kelton very easy um and then i have a podcast that i'm working on this season three of right now it's called beyond with mike kelton and if you're at all into like spirituality astrology witchcraft any of that stuff if you're like spiritually curious um I really think you'll enjoy it and you can binge the first two seasons that are like interesting. They're all in topics of like witchcraft and psychics and like return of Saturn, which is really interesting. So go check that out. And, you know, hopefully season three will be out in the spooky fall energy. That's what we're doing. Nice. Perfect. I love it. I love it. And we'll be sure to share some of our favorite past episodes on our socials, which you can follow us at We Stand Social. We're on all the platforms. You know, we're there, we're hanging out, and, yeah. and we want to hear from you all. You know, we love it when you slide into the DMs and let us know what's on your mind. We want to pick topics and book guests that you're excited about. So slide in there. Let us know what you thought. Or, you know, I, I really appreciate many of you have been sliding into our DMs with your hot takes about little women. Keep it coming. Yeah. Um, I've been very entertained this week. <laughs> oh, my God. Please send me those hot takes. <laughs> love to hear Strong feelings. There are strong, strong, strong feelings. feelings. And and don't forget to have a strong feeling and leave us a five star review. We That's could right. read it on this episode, the next mm. one. Yeah, you could be the next to predict to quit. Well, those are pretty big shoes. I don't I don't know if anyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stans, it's been a great time. Mike, we've had so much fun. Thank y'all. We'll catch you later. Bye. 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 Together.